Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. This is, uh, this is perspective. It's emotion. TMA. Yeah, it is emotion. It's TMA. It's presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. My name is Timothy Mike McKernan. Mm-hmm. It's Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Darren Darnell Atkins, and Jackson Bennett Burkett with you. Ken Strode not available mm. for 8 o'clock hours. Anyone? Well, it's tax season, so I'm sure Hubbard's going through some issues. Yeah. Corporate-wide. He's trying to iron out. I think out. he's handling the Chicago No, couldn't figure it out, so they have Iggy on the case. <laughs> right. That's correct. Mm. Got this email this morning. How about this? James Carlton's going to be in studio. Okay. Uh, and he's online at carltoninsurance.net. Got this email. Hope, uh, Tim, hope all is well. I had to tell you about my experience with James. I have four cars. Wow, look at this guy. This is the only time that I'm... I have four cars. Sure. I have four cars, in parentheses, blessed, and two drivers under 21. James saved us over $220 a month. Thank you for your wonderful sponsors. That's from Guy, do you pronounce it Zahner? Z-A-H-N-E-R? I think that's Zahner, yeah. Guy Zahner, period, total package, smiley face. It could be Guy Zahner. Huh. I like that. If he's a Frenchman. Well, let me ask Guy Zahner. He used to be a defenseman mm-hmm. for La Baton. Yeah. Uh, there's another example of somebody taken care of by James Carlton. 314-961-4800. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. Text into the program. It's the Jeff Lottman Dot com text inbox three one four eight eight one TMA five call in six three six nine zero zero four TMA in about an hour and fifteen minutes we'll have the design air heating and cooling email of the day Jackson and I'll get our asses ripped on one hundred one ESPN for an hour so uh, join in the fun and games in the YouTube chat there on the one hundred one ESPN channel and then. Uh, we most likely, at this point, I'd say 60%, will have QFTA coming up at around, oh, I don't know, Doug, 11.15, I don't know either, 11.20, really. since uh, my wife is ill, and that might take the Blues game out of play today. Blues and Leafs at uh, noon as the Blues try and bounce back from the disappointing defeat to the Predators on Saturday afternoon. And Jeremy Rutherford will join us on 101 at 1045. I deep teased this, and that is Radio Wars. But this isn't really Radio Wars. This is Podcast Wars. And it's Bill Simmons, who we were just talking about with Walk and Talks. Uh, Pat McAfee and Bill Simmons are engaged in a war of some kind. Jackson, what's the background? Sure. So Bill, about a month ago, did an impression of Pat McAfee on his show, just kind of like describing how he always opens the show. 
Uh, How does he open his room? He's kind of like, here, I'll read. I, I'll read from here from Awful Announcing. Yep. Uh, he'll start the show and be like, Cowboys, bro. I don't know, man. I don't know. What's going on there, bro? And then cuts to his three people, <laughs> and they're like, I don't know. And then AJ they all go back to him, and he's like, not good, bro. Not good. Keep an eye on that, bro. And then he went on to later, like, give McAfee praise for having such a big show and still keeping it laid back. Uh, but then I guess McAfee took exception to that. And uh, this first piece of audio, or I guess the first part of the audio we're about to play, is McAfee talking about Bill Simmons' FanDuel uh, Super Bowl promo uh, bet. You know, like how different stars and celebrities will have bets on certain gambling sites. And it tracks how many people follow and bet that play. And McAfee got conservative more than seven. So here we go. Uh, I think one of their parlays of Fando had like sixty thousand mm-hmm. alongside of it. Pretty good. I think Bill Simmons, who has it all figured out, yep, I think yeah. he had like eight thousand yep, people yeah, riding yeah, alongside yep, of him. Like eighty three hundred, I think. Did That's a hit. huge number. Yeah. yeah, did not hit. That's no. really big. Really good, Bill. You still have it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had two hundred fifty thousand yep. people or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, keep uh, running your mouth, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> keep running your mouth. Uh, anyways. Everybody's ratings are basically up except for the NBA and whoever replaced the 12 p.m. Sports Center. Uh, if your ratings don't go up, it's probably a bad sign. What up, Bill? Mm. So hold on. I want to know the chronology. So that was Simmons' response to McAfee there? Yes. Okay. That was that was very recent. That was, Got I think, on okay. the most recent. So piece. McAfee took the shot at Bill because of what again? Because Bill did an impression of how like McAfee always opens the show. You know. Was it like mean spirited in your opinion? I don't know. I didn't hear it. I, didn't uh, get a I, I could see how one could construe it to be. Yeah. Uh, but then again, like later on, he then gave McAfee legit praise. Like he was like, you know, it's it's not easy to have a crew that big, especially under an ESPN tent, and and keep it laid back and keep you know people interested. Uh, but I believe McAfee kind of probably just heard the impression thing. It wasn't a fan. And he's, I mean, McAfee, in fairness to McAfee, has been getting a lot of crap all around the world, especially from older media people, and Simmons would certainly be that, so. Mm. Where's Simmons at? Uh, The Ringer, which was bought by Spotify for a large sum of money a couple years ago. That happens all the time. I mean, Simmons is pretty popular, but you go after somebody with a huge, huge audience, hoping people like us and other people around the country play that clip. Well, the thing with Bill Simmons... When I take a shot at the Riz show, it's just to get their listeners... uh, to listen to us. I've never really taken nice. a big shot at them. But. <laughs> when have you ever taken a shot at the Riz show? Did you ever turn on I've described these situations very similar. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, almost always, the only people that are critical of you are people below you in the pecking order of life. The people that are highly successful, they don't waste their time criticizing people beneath them. But Bill Simmons is much more Doug successful than Matt. truth, McAfee. just so, so calmly and Doug-like, mm-hmm. but yet delivering and hitting the bullseye. Next, what I- you do is give that people... Legitimacy. You know, oh, what's he talking about? I'm gonna go listen to that show. You don't want to give those people any credit because nobody's listening to him anyway. Mm-hmm. At first base, <laughs> let me just uh, send something to Bill for a second, then I'll be with you a lot. No matter how popular McAfee is, he doesn't get that. No, no, <laughs> no. text from Francesca mid show. We we poke fun at him, but look where he is. Yeah, I mean, both those guys are extremely successful. Yeah, you know, Bill started his own thing a couple times and sold it and made a ton yeah, of money. I mean, and McAfee, both those guys are nine-figure net <laughs> yeah. worths mm-hmm. at this point. What do you think AJ Hawk is paid to? Doug, what is AJ much, Hawk? Pretty much I, to say nothing. I bet it's twenty-four grand an episode. <laughs> twenty-four grand an episode. That's like like 12, Matt Doug money. Twelve thousand dollars a word. Well, literally, though, like know. every and I don't I don't watch it, so I can't. But every time McAfee goes viral. 
AJ Hawk is sitting there in the corner, just sitting there. No reaction at all. So, like, that's what I assume he does the rest of the show. I don't watch it, but every viral clip, AJ Hawk is sitting there, almost like he's like, is he froze? Is this like a mural? A texter also had just came, just sent something that's, uh, I would say, very important to the conversation is like Simmons used to work on Kimmel's show and is very close friends with Kimmel. And obviously, McAfee and Kimmel had their little spat. So, uh, ah, that is, that is, that's, that's probably relevant to this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, thank you. It's a perfect reaction. <laughs> yeah. Simmons used to write for Kimmel, and they're very close. So mm-hmm. I assume that probably has a little to do with it. Um, but when that was all going on, Simmons wasn't like yelling about McAfee. Doug, I don't know what this text means, but I see it uh, from the recovering alcoholic. It says, I will fist you, you northeastern New Hampshire protein dumpster. He's been suspended, Tim. The recovering alcoholic just got himself suspended on his own suspension log hill. He'll serve a suspension the last a period of two days' time. It is sponsored by the Illinois Recovery Center. Two days' time. He may need some recovery. Check out IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com while serving your own suspension. Who's from the Northeast? Sweet, sweet guy. Yeah, I was texting with him today. Oh, what's he got going? Uh, he was texting me about Hideki's live odds yesterday. What were, what were I, I got to be honest with you. Dead serious. I wanted to... I bet Jason Day that Jason Day was my golf pool play this week. And so I bet him to win. Uh, so I put 50 bucks on him to win, which would have paid me 3400 I knew he would. I mean, as the weekend went on, though, he's a guy who when he has one bad thing happens, he's you just kind of know it if you if you watch enough golf to even be aware of who the man is. But uh, And I saw him miss a relatively short putt on 11 on, I think, Friday. And from that point forward, he just was never the same. It's amazing. But, hey, God bless him. He's got himself a major and uh, tens of millions of dollars himself. Um, but Luke List, nothing against Luke List. But once I saw him run out to a lead yesterday, I'm like, okay, Luke List isn't going to win this thing. I got to figure out who the play is uh, to live bet it, and I would have never gone to Matsuyama. Um, and but I don't. I, I wonder what he started the day at, and and what were the. So if Sweet Sweet Kai was asking, I'm just curious. Sweet Sweet Kai said that Hideki, after his front nine, was plus fourteen hundred to win. But the thing is, Hideki like finished. While guys like Cantwell oh, and sure. Zalatoris were, were like on twelve or thirteen, I right. think. So he was in the clubhouse for right. so long that it's like I just I just was early. very confident Luke List wasn't going to win that, right. uh, and you know I, I obviously could have been wrong, but I wouldn't have gone to Matsuyama. And I was looking at uh, kind of hedge, and I also had day top five and day top ten, so I won on the top ten, uh, and I think that was a fifty dollar bet that paid two hundred, but I lost on the the top five and the, and, the, and the winning it, obviously. Anyway, digressing. Point being, I was like, okay, how can I hedge? I would have bet so much money Cantley would have won that thing yesterday. I can't believe it, but he came out and he clearly was off on number one. And I'm thinking, okay, who would... Was Matsuyama even out there at plus 10,000? Because I remember seeing Corey Connors was plus 10,000. And I don't even know if Matsuyama was listed where I go to wager. And it just goes back to, boy, it'd be nice if... Sports betting were Boy, legal in yeah. Missouri, but alas, what alas. Pick up, uh, someday. What was he? Nine shots back at the beginning of the day, and is he, that what it was? Was it really nine? Well, he won by two, and he shot uh, what nine under? Yeah, sixty-two. Yeah, uh, Jimbo Fisher's uh, golden parachute says it was one hundred. He was one hundred fifty to one to start the day. Ooh. Oh my God. Ooh. Because part of me is like, oh, I'll just throw 10 bucks on Corey Connors and the other two guys who are 100 to 1, 
just for the hell of it because I won $1,000 on the off chance. Seems like it's getting more common for players to shoot 60 and 61, 62. It seems like almost every tournament somebody shoots a ridiculously low score like that. Now, is that because of equipment? Players just getting better? Courses not tough enough? Is it all that? Uh, I think distance is a monster factor relative to, say, two decades ago. Players are stronger and the equipment's better. The spin they can put on these balls, too, with, like, you know, typically for, like, your, you know, nine iron pitching wedges, what they can do with, like, a six or seven iron is insane. I mean, they can carry it 190 plus, 200 plus, and then drop it on a dime. It's so hard to have a court that is challenging when you can do everything on it. I did hear Frank Nablo once Saturday and twice yesterday say, this is a course where ball strikers are going to do well. Oh, please. <laughs> what insightful analysis. You ran out of things to As say. As opposed to the saying. people who don't strike the ball well. No, they won't just, do well, no, very well you, on this you course. You poo-poo me when I say that. Because it's like ridiculous. Wor- it's word salad, whether you're a professional or not. It's total word salad. <laughs> ball, balls. <laughs> Culpters. <laughs> Like, have they ever said, this is for the really average, below-average players? I no. think this is where they thrive no. this week. It's what you say when you're an observer of the obvious. <laughs> uh, you can win tickets to sit with Iggy at the Stevie Nicks concert May 7th oh, at the Enterprise God. Center. Use promo code Iggy on the TMA app to enter. And Plowhawk, uh, I saw Doug filled in for you uh, last week on yeah. the, with your illness So with the mm. Plowsies Pop of the Week. Thank you, by the way, Doug. And I want to shout out Chow Chow. They did hook it up for myself for Valentine's Day for the doggo that's there on the hill there off of Marconi. Oh. Jess is great. They are the ones who sponsor Pop of the Week. Doug, how did it go with Petey, which is funny because we've had two dogs in a row that look the exact same, yeah. both named Petey. I thought that was very unique. I thought it was the same dog. Right? That's what I asked Jess uh, when I saw her last. Well, when you have the same breed and they both look just like the dog from Little Rascals years ago and that dog was named Petey, people can't resist naming the dog Petey. Correct. I'm more familiar with Alpha Alpha than the dog Petey in terms of the Well, that the was their dog and he looked just like these two dogs. But yeah, where, very, did, where, nice. where did the shelter, where did they come? That came from uh, All Paws Safe Haven, am I correct on that? I, I believe that's right. Yeah. yeah. So we have yeah. Open Door uh, Animal Shelter coming in this Wednesday. I do appreciate it, Doug, uh, throwing out that bat signal. You are, you know, A-plus a+ pro well, for coming in clutch. Petey was a very sweet dog. Well, right. Yeah, muscular Full of energy, but also very well-trained yeah. and very sweet and lovable and, and kind. Be a great dog to have. Yeah. If, if you had a little room to run, maybe a backyard to run around in, you'd love Petey. And if you want to check out just Doug in his element, you know, just on cue, just no script. That's how Doug rolls. Go to our uh, socials, Instagram, you know, my Facebook page, our fan page. as YouTube. well. YouTube as well, obviously. So all that you can find on our app, TMAFTL app. Go check them out and go adopt this lovable dog named Petey Doug. Sure. Both of them are fantastic. Mm-hmm. I yeah. forgot about the Stevie Nick, but when is she yeah, coming into town? Well, May, Iggy? May 7th. May 7th, Bill. Enterprise Center. I know we hi- hyped some of these concerts, so I wasn't for sure if that was coming around the corner. Yeah, she was. I saw a clip of her the other night. I don't know where she's in Washington, maybe. God, she can still sing. Will she sell out the Enterprise Center? Oh, God, yeah. Ah. I don't think so. She's 70-something really? at this she, point, I think right? she will. Yeah, it'll I'll be 75. 75? Oh, I, I think she's 74, 75. Tim's right on. Maybe? Um, I, I don't maybe know. Not, then. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe she won't sell it out. I mean, the last time she was here, she played. It was one of the last concerts before COVID. It's the last one I went to before COVID. Um, and I don't even think she sold out the family arena. 
Yeah. I was kind of surprised she played the family arena. I mean, it's a great venue for a concert, but it, it doesn't hold anything near the Enterprise Center. Can you imagine 30 or 40 years ago people saying, yeah, let's go see a concert of this person is only 75 years old? <laughs> Can you imagine? No one—that just didn't happen. Maybe you'd have an old-time singer from way back appear at a hotel club or something, but never the Enterprise Center or Hollywood Casino Amphitheater or Bush Stadium. But we got Billy Joel's in his 70s, too, isn't he? Yeah, Barry he'll, Manilow. He'll sell out Bush Stadium. Barry Manilow's coming. He's got to be in his 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's amazing. 80. It's amazing that they can do it, and it's amazing that they're still popular enough to have the fan bases to support them like they do. I bet probably Joe would probably be happy because I just saw last week that they announced uh, Santana is coming to Hollywood Casino Amphitheater and uh, the opening act is Counting Crows. Oh. That's a weird duo, and I love Santana. Oh, boy, do I love that. But why Counting Crows? Because Joe likes him so much. That's the reason. Just he also a... loves Rascal Flatts. <laughs> loves them. What happened to that? Are there other bars? Rascal Flat Bar? <laughs> Rascal no, Flat wasn't that the bar. first of its kind, or was it like a chain? It never Is really it... panned out, though, let me, did it? Let me see if there's another one available that we could travel there's to. There's got to be like a small <laughs> area. I wonder why, why some country singer doesn't open a big country bar in St. Louis. Well, I bet it'd be a huge hit. Garth Brooks has one there on the strip there in Nashville, and it's right. phenomenal. They all, That's yeah, a they've great all got one. them there yeah. in Nashville. But I, I bet one oh, nice. in St. Charles County or, or Chesterfield right there on the... In the valley, I bet if some country star opened a big bar out, out there, I bet it'd go nuts. Hundred percent. All the country fans in this area, like where the foundry is, and that or the yeah. factory. I don't know. Uh, where, I got where a story for you here on this. I typed it into a, a search engine. A New York mafia turncoat walked out of prison with a new identity and into a new life as an Arizona businessman. Years later, he was behind the failures of two nationwide country-themed restaurant chains. Oh, really? Frank Capri was involved in a chain of Rascal Flats restaurant projects that collapsed in cities across the country last year. An Arizona Republic investigation found, and money meant to pay for construction, it's all gone. Oh, well, if you have a shyster doing it, it's not going to work. I so, don't think the idea we itself one, is bad. We were one of the uh, the lucky ones who were chosen. Mm -hmm. the and it took our money. <laughs> Sounds like a, like a Ponzi scheme, and it just needed to be put on paper mm -hmm. for the money to be cashed. Oh my God! But the theme bars like that—if you got the right one—they can make millions. They can make. They yeah, can go Dolly, over Dollywood. Bed. Yeah, it just seems like this area is ripe for something like. Oh yeah, that. country music—it's all about St. Louis. Well, it's not all about St. Louis, but <laughs> the St. Louis area well, tends to be our, huge country music fans. Look at our playoffs and World Series appearances. Doug, look at them in now. Los, okay. in Los Angeles, Beyonce, St. Louis. Jordan Flats and the Jordan Flats <laughs> and the Jordan spoon and the flat players boys. or whatever the hell just country and well, I like we've I had big stars here too yeah we have but uh, not enough not a lot well this is the this is the Midwest we're SEC country these days yeah well, it Santana, figures that we're more country music than hip hop or something when Santana plays and he's still very good um, but he's getting up there he doesn't know how many tours he's got left he's going to make as much money as possible. It's usually when you put a crappy opening act with you because they're not going to get a lot of money. That's more for him. Get screwed. <laughs> <laughs> so the crappy, was that a shot at Joe? with saying Counting Crows is going to be his opening act? You just here. took a shot at Joe, didn't no, you? Took a shot at Counting Crows. I mean, you can... That was a shot at Joe! Sing me and Mrs. Jones on a loop for 45 minutes and get off. <laughs> oh, my God. 
It was an unfounded shot at Joe, a beloved ex-producer here, who produced his heart out. No, Adam Durst, I think he's he's got a lot of He's gotten Ugh. not as many as John Mayer, but he's gotten as quite a few women, I think. Weren't the audience? Okay. Pause, I'll come out. I'm, I'm looking. All right. Every, I, I got the text line, but every text is like a boo doo doo Oh, you got the text line back up? Yeah, yeah, that's why I came in. I was, I was wondering. I didn't know if I could. I was looking for the audio devices. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't seen if anybody's opening up for Stevie Nicks. I think last time she was here, Vanessa Carlton opened for her. Doug, remember Vanessa Carlton? Was that 1,000 miles? I would uh, walk 1,000 uh, miles if I could just see you tonight, 2,000, 2,000 I don't know the years, Tim. Yeah, for I have to some time to see that song, because that's the only song I knew by her. Okay. I don't know. I just I said Friday, Tim. You probably you weren't here, but um, Liliac is coming to town. They are playing pops. Must be a big act. I didn't think they're old enough to get in there. This well, uh, producer Joe is listening to the show this morning, and he says, "Don't let facts get in the way." I'm almost ninety nine point nine nine percent sure that Santana is opening for them, but. Whatever. Mm-hmm. That would be so false. Mm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. There is no way Santana's opening for the Counting Crows. Well, is there a, a big f- moment. Way you to would, find out. Uh, Buck Swope will look it up and uh, okay. we'll find out. Uh, you would lose that bet. Well, I don't know. Santana, he's got to be mid 70s himself, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> At least. He's still good. His wife plays drums in the band. <laughs> and, and she's probably mid 70s? There's a good look. No, she don't look that old. He doesn't look she that doesn't old. She doesn't look that old. <laughs> well, he can still play guitar. I don't doubt that. Do. Yeah. It's just a matter of, do you have a big appeal on stage? for? You know, I saw a guy, and I only masses. thought of this because of Jackson's friend, Gareth. But I've always been a fan of the song, but I haven't heard it for so long. Uh, Cutting Crew. I just died in your arms tonight. Is that 87? I don't know the years. Mid 80s. Is that dying in your arms? They just yeah. sing that over and over and over. That no, was a great I, song. I saw, I saw a live version of that, which is like 13 minutes long. You start off with a guitar solo, then it goes into an acoustic version with the singing, and then back to the guitar, and the guitar player's name is uh, Gareth Mouton. I never heard of the guy. I well, mean, how many of us have? <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying I would I would now put him in my top ten of guitars of oh, all time. Yeah, if you get a chance, go see go. Uh, I think it was at Rockoplast. Rocco's what Tacos. What the hell is that? Rockoplast. <laughs> it's a um, it's a festival. I don't know if it's still around. Uh, either in England or Ireland, uh, and maybe Germany. I don't know. One of those European countries. But it's called Rockoplast, and they played there. The song's like 12 and a half minutes. Just type in Cutting Crew Live. I'm not Doug, going to. Do it. I'm not a Gareth Mouton fan. I didn't How do you was. make that song 13 minutes? I'm in my head. There's 40 seconds of chorus, and that's about it. You just keep repeating that there's line. There's got to be, you got to hammer those solos. In that song, they must repeat that line 15 to 20 well, the times. Beginning, the, the beginning of the song, he just does a electric version. And leads into it, and then the singer comes up and has the acoustic guitar and sings the song, and then it goes into the song again, the electric guitar version of it, and they do it again. It's, it's fabulous, actually. Okay.
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Uh, both Buck Swope and Jesse Kiowski with information on this uh, Santana Counting Crows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse texted me, it's a co-headlining tour, so generally that means they'll rotate each night who goes first. Oh. Uh, Buck Swope says it looks like it's a co-headlining tour with Santana and Counting Crows. Okay. All right, so. <clears throat> I thought maybe they were rotating songs at their ages. They I could, guess they could go right. and get a prostate check between the first set and the second one. They were both right. I, I'm still shocked that it's even a co-headliner on Okay, that. calm down. Yeah, Counting Crows were popular 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, so was Santana for that matter, but... I hope that doesn't get in the way of our fantasy baseball draft. <clears throat> oh, is that, a, is that a risk? I don't know. I'm just... He gets so excited. I mean, I don't want him to... He might forget to put the settings in. Guys, there's somebody who's mad as all get out in the YouTube chat right mm. now. Uh, Doug, what are they mad it. about in the YouTube I can't chat? Imagine. I don't have it in me. I'll stick to the text line. I can't do multiple chats for the show. Ask and you shall receive. Thanks for uploading segment one. I guess they were mad that the segment wasn't up- uploaded. I'm going Just to listen. Stevie Nicks. Can't wait. Himself feel better. Like that's not a sentence though. Himself no, it's not feel a better. good one. It's not a good sentence at all. It's horrible, actually. <clears throat> Oh, this guy's mad about the first segment. <laughs> Talking about Lisa Ann. Okay. Wow. I, I just can't imagine what it would take to be 75 years old and still going out on a concert tour. I have so much respect for people that can pull that off. Well, Stevie Nicks just lives for the road. She has to be on the road. Or what happens? Well, she gets bored. She likes to be on the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, she takes a lot of stuff from home. She'll, like, bring her scented candles with her. She'll bring, like, some of her uh, pillows and stuff. No, I understand that at a, at, a, uh, at a younger age when you've got the urge to see the world and be seen. But most people evolve over time. And at some point, especially if you've got $100 million, like she probably does, you just kind of want to take it easy and enjoy life on a beach somewhere. But the fact that she's still out there hitting it hard is, is very impressive. Well, her enjoyment is singing in front of people. Yeah. So she just will continue to tour. It used to be if someone was 50, you'd say, I'm not going to go see him. He's 50 oh, yeah. years old. Are you kidding me? Yeah, well, the problem is all the rock bands that I grew up with, I expect them to still sound like they did when I listened to them in the 70s and 80s. And you go see him, Wishbone Ash, yeah. Like eighty, and who are these? They're not even Wishbone Ash. It's a cover yeah. band. Well, uh, if you were to if you were to show up as a as a fan in your red speedo, ooh, bad brown boys. skin glistening in the sun, you wouldn't look the same either. Mark Hanna does look the same though, doesn't he? He's Pretty online much. at evergreenstl.com, yeah. and his number is three one four eight eight nine zero five zero three. He is with Evergreen Wealth Strategies. He's first class. Can't say enough good things about him. Jackson, you work with him. What are you going to say? I always I say nothing but great things. About Bill, Mark Bill, Hanna. Bill. Yeah, you hear him every Wednesday here when Jeremy Rutherford's on the program. He presents him every week. And Mark Hanna, it's just it's a it's a different kind of guy when you're talking to him. You know, like oh man, like this guy has a ton of financial wisdom. You know that right off the bat because of the way he speaks. But the way he conveys his message to his client when you have something wrong with you, life throws a lot of variables at you. We all know that things change. We talked about last week how you know getting married or having a significant other, having a child, can really change your life plan both from 
from you know the day-to-day -day life, but also financially. And having somebody in your corner like Mark Hanna is so important in that situation. You know, you got to have somebody. I really suggest it. You know, you th might think, oh, I can figure it out down the road. Not the best plan. A great plan is working with Mark Hanna. That's why I love working with Mark Hanna. That's why you'll love working with Mark Hanna as well. Yeah, you will. He's online at evergreenstl.com. That's evergreenstl.com. Or call 314-889-0503. That's Mark Hanna. Evergreen Wealth Strategies. If you are dealing with decreased mental acuity, attention span, and stress that can cause focus issues on even the most simple tasks, you might have low testosterone, low libido, disinterested in spouse or partner, which can lead to relationship problems. That can be low testosterone. Well, that's where mentality comes into play online at lowtusa.com. Mentality is a local healthcare facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. Even if you've tried testosterone before, not everyone understands the blood chemistry in men's bodies. Mentality can help. The normal range for testosterone is large. If you've been to a doctor and they told you that you were normal without understanding the range or testing your free testosterone, it wasn't fully looked at. Come get checked out with us at Mentality, low T, USA. Dot com. Uh, coming up, uh, James Carlton's going to be in studio in the 9 o'clock hour. We'll have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. And uh, then Jackson and I will deal with a live situation down the hallway. It's called Balloon Party. It's on 101 ESPN. Oftentimes, they're not happy. No. We'll see how it is today. Maybe maybe they'll welcome us back. You think they'll welcome us back? No. Yep, I agree. No, no. Uh, that's coming up at 10 o'clock, and then perhaps the return of QFTA coming up in the 11 o'clock hour. Send any question, comment, whatever you want. I'll talk about anything. T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at InsideSTL.com. Jackson, will you talk about anything? Pretty much. Hmm. I guess there's something. So you're wide open. Yeah, but... Pretty much is it? I'll talk about anything. You notice that there's a difference. Right. There are a few things that are off the table. Give me an example of some of those things. Uh, I don't know. That's the they would have to come up, and I would have to be like, oh, all right, here's one. Hey, Jackson, you really have been uh, quiet about this new love interest of yours. Could you tell us about her since it's a podcast and not TMA? Uh, I'd tell you that she's lovely. And yeah, that's, that's about it. That's, that's all we're gonna get. Doggone it. Well, yeah, I think it's probably the best strategy. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and I think I think almost every listener in the world would respect that. You can get yeah. away with lovely too. Yeah, that's lovely nice. is a good that is, word. That's a nice yeah. Most shows they would. Not on this one. What's that? Most shows they would respect that. This show, I think they feel like they need to know everything. Well, maybe that's just the fan page. <laughs> but you're not on the fan page. No, I know what goes on in there. Oh, How would you know? <laughs> well, I know it. That's the reason I left is because I know what goes on in there. Were you getting screenshots last week? Uh, I just believe it or not, the only screenshot I got of the Lisa Ann post was what what she posted as far as my tweets and what she said. So original post. I got I got no responses from anybody, which is great. I didn't ask for them, but that's how I found out mm. because somebody sent me the what she said. I think the only thing I correct is that she hasn't been part of the show for ten years. But what? I don't think she's been part of the show for 10 years. She said that. She said, oh, in her post, she she said, said after she, 10 yeah, years, yeah, yeah. I'm done. Okay. Uh, God, I wonder how long it has been. Seven? Six, Seven? Seymour era? I think six. 16, 17, maybe? Seamaster left in 18. Gangster oh. Pete, 18 to the end of 20. Man, Pete had... 
Either way, she did. Gangster Pete, for the short time, he was part of the hottest of fires. He was in the gauntlet. Had nothing to do with it, but he was right in the middle of it. But it was an emotional tenure where we'd often come to tears talking about the blues. That's correct. One way or the other, I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's, you know, that big a deal one way. I don't think it's a shocking game one way or the other. I think big things were, pretty big things were expected from Maryland this year. They really kind of disappointed. The Maryland, Florida Maryland Terrapins breakdown. That's, that's just word vomit. Uh, Virgin, did you and your new piece watch the All-Star game whistle to whistle last night? That's from the Warson Woods Wacko. No. No, how could anyone? Did you, did you watch it whistle to whistle? Uh, I got home. Uh, we had family dinner at my parents' house yesterday, and I got home and I watched a little of it, but I, I'm not too locked in on it. Cause... Even the commission was down on it. Yeah, I mean, it's an All-Star game. I don't know. It sucks. All All-Star games suck. Well, they didn't used to. Uh, yeah, know. I know. Everything used to be great, and now everything sucks. Well, All-Star, but... games, <laughs> All-Star games used to be good Jackson's in the NBA. Enough. They used to play. Yeah, yeah. God, they get brutal. paid $60 million a year now, though. They have to protect themselves a little bit. Did LeBron play? Huh? Yeah. Only 14 First minutes. Half. Yeah, I played about probably the least of all the players. Uh, also the oldest player in the league. Doug Buck Swope yeah. is listening to the show this morning. Okay. He says Seamaster booked Lisa Ann in 2015 when Iggy was not part of the show. Oh, so nine years. Okay. How would he have that information for a, for just a, like that? For a, every week segment? She started doing fantasy football on Friday. Well, I don't nine know. Years a part, ago? But a part of it, apparently. No, I think years. her first appearance was probably nine years ago. I don't know how much affiliation she did early on. I'm to picture what building we were in 2015. Probably at 920 then. I don't remember yeah, Lisa Ann being any affiliation with 920. I thought maybe Hampton Studio. Yeah, but that was 920. Yeah, I'm at, I'm at Pershing, so I'm at the Pershing location. I was thinking about, you know, Central West End location. Well, Pershing predated Hampton. These are just little fun facts with streets. Right. Most of the nice audience has too. no idea. Yeah, I thought it started on Hampton. It was cause... Pershing to Hampton to St. Charles to Kirkwood to the studio down the hall here to the yeah. studio next to the Ural. That we're vagabond. Thank Prior you. to that, obviously, Webster, we're right there bet- off of Big Ben. We're radio Bedouins. Bert, took, is, Bert took over Hampton, right? Um, he, he didn't buy the building, I mean, but he rented space. Lease, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. He probably did take the lease from the man and woman thing. You're yeah. right. Uh, if you weren't getting screenshots, why were you calling out VIP Pat? Doug, what does that mean? It's from Michael know. Frank's love. I don't know. Uh, I called out VIP Pat for something else. It had nothing to do with Lisa Ann. What'd you call him out for? Um... Well, he called me out, which is just so off the wall. What did he I, call you out for? And somebody sent me that because it really did piss so me off. So that was another screenshot. Yeah, it pissed me off. <laughs> what did I, he say? I thought people imagine. send you screenshots of the fan Isn't page. It I'm easier to start doing it. Probably just, easier I'm not going to give any context. Just get on the fan page again. No, I don't know what VIP Pat said about Lee Ann. I'm sure I, I can only guess. But when I was talking about it that Friday, we and was it Monday we talked about it? Doug, was it Monday? Uh, probably. probably. We, we uh, talked about it. Doug's work husband. <laughs> And all I said was, and this had nothing to do with Alvin Mack. What did you say? I just said, and I felt bad for Alvin Mack. I said, at least now he can play golf again. I said, but, uh, I mean, my God, at least Ann treated him like a suitcase pimp. And that's what we refer to people that go with the strippers and carrying their luggage and carrying... That's how we explain the Leo. You know, do all the, yeah, mm-hmm. do all the things that, that you know, you're not really paid to do, but they do everything for her. That's all I said. And the VIP says it. So derogatory between Alvin Mack. I am appalled or whatever he said. You got to be kidding me. How many times have we used that term on this show? 
a lot. I would agree with Iggy on that one. We use it a ton. So to we the point, Leo a lot. I'm sure he loved that one. To the point that I had to call Evan Mac and say, "Look, dude, I saw what somebody posted on there. It said nothing to do with you. It wasn't derogatory towards you. It's the way she treated you. As far as go get me some water, go get me this. So Evan Mac, go pick up my lunch, uh, take all these pictures for me. And he didn't care. Alvin he Mac was nice G. about it. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. But that's that, I just said she she treated you like a suitcase pimp." Nothing. I didn't call you a suitcase pimp. But I, just the fact that I had to explain myself because of the fan page, it's really sad. Getting on phone calls to have to explain anything on the fan page has got to be just brutal. I've never done <laughs> it. <laughs> Actually, I mean, I have when getting fired. Well, it'll but, like, teach you not different. to call someone a suitcase pimp. It teaches you I to get off the fan page. Oh, I thought you did. He's bouncing off my booty cheeks. I love the way he rides. Oh, hot. Oh. Yeah, you meant that one. I think Tim meant that one. Either way. He, oh, that is hot. Gay country song. Either way, that's what VIP Pat posted. Have you talked I to VIP Pat? I can hardly breathe when he's pumping deep inside. Hey. Did I talk to him? No, I just blocked him. Block him. I love that So much play. going on. I love that. You don't even get, let him get a chance to apologize. Well, I didn't post anything. I mean, I'm not on there. I just blocked him. I don't need to hear his stuff. I mean, he's just, I don't know whatever did he. Maybe he's still pissed off that I went off the cart path one day. I don't know, but. Yeah. Doug, ours is the type of presentation where individuals, private citizens are discussed. Mm-hmm. VIP Pat, Niggy sideways from the fan page post regarding Alvin Mack. Is that the, is that the synopsis on it? And you talked to Alvin Mack and you and Alvin Mack are in, on good terms. Yeah. I mean, there I told go. Alvin, I said, I, I could never say anything bad about you. I mean, when I posted, it wasn't even a sympathy thing for me, but I posted that it's going to be weird this Thanksgiving because we're celebrating Thanksgiving on Friday this year because some of the family's got stuff to do on Thursday. So we're celebrating. This will be the first time I've had Thanksgiving by myself. Got to wait till Friday. Alvin Mac DM me or text him. He said, dude, I just smoked two big turkeys. I'm going to bring you over a plate. I said, dude, don't do that. I said, first, I don't like turkey, but thank you so much for thinking about me. I don't me. like turkey. Thanks I like how it's me. like, hey, thanks for the gesture, but actually. <laughs> You're the only one in the world that doesn't maybe. like turkey. But he was thinking about me being home by myself on Thanksgiving, and that's the kind of guy Alvin Mack was. So if yeah. you think I was anything derogatory toward Alvin Mack, you're crazy. He's a good guy. But you wanted to start crap, so. To call and him her husband worked for UPS and got a job as a big wig in the office, so they moved to Atlanta. But they root for Georgia. Even though I play Missouri, she was, hell yeah, I'm a root for Georgia. <laughs> she didn't go to Mizzou. Most people no. live in St. Yeah. Louis would vote for their state team. They don't have to vote. <laughs> There's no voting. We all agree that that's amazing. We need another one. That's, those two are probably the best Caravans of all time. Are great. <sighs> I love canned laughter. Remind <laughs> <laughs> no me when joke. I should be laughing. <laughs> no joke there either. So anyway, go tell your friends I mentioned today, Pat. Uh, Ghost Gerbil says, was it the fan page's fault that you said it, Iggy? said what? I don't know what that means. That's from the Ghost Gerbil. Doug, what does that mean? He said suitcase. Pack. Ah, got it. But it's in the f- way he referenced it. You didn't, you didn't put why. He said, I didn't, you're saying I called Alvin Mack a suitcase, babe. I didn't. I said he was treated like one. It's a big difference. Mm-hmm. But you don't put that in there. No. Our context is optional on the fan page. Why is Pat a VIP anyway? I have no clue. Uh-oh. Wasn't that a Jennings nickname? Probably. I think there were two Pats. Well, he answered the phone in Nor- Normandy, so. He's... That's what Uh-oh. Pat did? I really don't know what he did. That was his job at Normandy? I don't know what he did at Normandy. Oh, he just said he answered the phone at Normandy. Well, that's part of the job. Filling up the Gatorade. It's all part of the job. So he works at Normandy? Not anymore. Oh. 
Nobody. Nobody is <laughs> currently uh, employed there. Yeah, earth uh, movers. Uh, let's see. We got the design air heating and cooling email today. 35 minutes. Jackson and I getting our asses ripped for an hour. That starts in 50 minutes on 101 ESPN. And then potentially QFTA making a glorious return to the airwaves. Uh, but the airwaves are the YouTube channel and the Tim McKernan Show podcast feed. Uh, so we got that coming your way here. There's your captain's log for the next few hours. We'll take a break. James Carlton in studio coming up at the 9 o'clock hour along with your emails for the design, air, heating, and cooling email today. And uh, your emails for QFTA, Tim McKernan at InsideSTL.com. This is TMA presented to you by Brian Crouppen.